G'day guys, welcome to the St. George Illawarra NRL Fantasy Preview for 2022. Now the Dragons finishing 11th in 2021 post-barbecue, losing eight games. But I've got a couple of excited teammates here today with conflicting views, but we'll bring in the main man first because it's his team, Corbs. Look at you, smiling. Look at you. Yeah, I can't wait to hear that song a few times this year. I reckon uh, yeah, it'll get belted a bit more than last year. Confident. <laughs> now Andy, you are in the other corner. You hate this team. Oh, look, I wouldn't say hate, just more of a dislike. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> you just one look, step below hate. Not just yeah. my missus's brothers, but, yeah, my, my best mates, my mates growing up, they've been giving it to Parramatta and sort of they're all Dragons fans. So it's a bit of a love-hate relationship. Where are they coming this year, Andy? I think they're going to get the spoon, but um, yeah, I think Corby's not happy with that suggestion. Corbs, why, no, why are you backing this team? Like, looking at their draw, first 10 games, like, they versed... Seven of the top eight teams from last year. It's an absolute stitch-up of a draw. It's tough. It's probably the toughest in the comp. But win me over. What is so good about the Dragons this year? Yeah, I, to be honest, when I was doing this, uh, the draw sheet, and you're welcome, uh, I, <laughs> I did see the start of their draw, and I was a little bit – I was starting to sort of um, yeah, wonder if I made the right call and them getting the eight and put that money on them. But I just think the – the, the guys they bought, they've all been bought for sort of one year. Like I know a lot of them are not going to set the world on fire, but it's that old um, – it, it's big narrative, but they're, they're sort of going contract. to, I guess, yeah, like they've got, they've got to play for the next contract or the next year. So they, they're going to sort of not leave anything in the um, on the field. But, so it's a yeah, a couple of the young guns too, they started sort of um, hitting their straps next year. And Hook, Hook – was a big part. He was at Penrith early days um, when he got like a lot of the the juniors there. When was he there? When Gus started his five ten year plan? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. all together. So I'm hoping uh, with the old hardheads that sort of just do the hard work and uh, and get things rolling, and then the young guns can um, start firing because there's, there's a heap of them. There's a heap of them. Well, with course, Diego you, twins you did you did not win me over there. <laughs> that's why. That's why I'm thinking they will be bottom. I think young guns are still underdone. A little bit like Tigers back in the day before they won the comp. They had a little bit of hard yards. But 2022 games, boys. Jaden Sewer, Francis Molo, George Burgess, Moses Mbai, Moses Sully, the great man, Aaron Woods, Jack <laughs> Gruslowski, and Toitai Moga. And then the losses, the great man, again, Cameron McInnes, Matt Dufty, Jordan Pereira, Adam Clune. Paul Vaughan, Kate Ellis, Braden Williami, Corey Norman, Jared Beal, Billy Britton, and Hayden Lomax. I wonder how that's going to go down with Hayden Lomax, his brother, getting the punt. But, boys, so, ladies and gentlemen, tonight we're going to be doing studs, duds, cashies, Trap City, and we're going to be looking at a little bit more focus on draft. So we're all going to be picking who our best draft player is and why. But our favourite sound. How good is this bloke? Now, Andy, we were in the pub with this guy a couple of weeks ago after the Gallon fight, so we've got some exclusive news. Fill the ladies and gentlemen in on Jack Bird. Yeah, well, I'd, we were sitting at a table and all the all the footy players were walking past us, and we were being very drunk as we, we were at the start, as you do. We were calling them all over, and Bird walked past, we brought him over, and first thing I said to him was, when are you coming to Parramatta? <laughs> <laughs> he, he rushed me like, no, tomorrow. But no, he goes, no, nah, I'm not going there. But he, he did say he's been training at Locks. So 
I think that there's the uh, the early sort of goss there, but mate, if Jack Bird plays lock, I think he's he's stellar. <laughs> you fell in love with him a little bit, but he could be even the love interest. <laughs> he, he's a generally nice guy. I really no, enjoyed he, speaking he, to he's him. He's awesome. All of them, all the footy players were. Yeah, but yeah, he did confirm these. Training exclusively in the middle. Also revealed that he loved it because he can now be a fat C in terms of his eating. <laughs> so he's loving it. So birdie, mate. Like I've got, I've got. I don't know if I've got rocks in my head, Andy, but I'm projecting this bloke to be 48, 50 mark this year. Are you backing me? I am. Look, he, he. I think he averaged like 30 or high, high for or low 40s for in the center position. You know what I mean? Like and he scored 40, 51 on the edge. So I think he can definitely uh, stay around the 50 mark. Like especially as a centre as well. Well, that's the thing. He's a ball player, right? And he's just a genuine, like 51 centre, uh, sorry, edge average. Also averaged really highly at fullback. I think it's around 50 as well. But the biggest thing, we've got no track record of him as lock, except for that couple of games he played for New South Wales at Origin where he played like seven minutes. So we've got to go back to those years. I think it was 2017. Oh, when you think about it, though, when you look at him, he's a strong. Like when you see what's his name, uh, Matt Cooper from Dragons, he was just one strong character. Like mm. he didn't look, he wasn't the biggest person in the field, but he was the strongest. And there's no doubt in my mind, Jack Bird probably just kills it in the gym. He's just got that core strength, which I do. I think with him, with these light sort of uh, feet in the middle, can cause a bit of damage. Yeah, but he just was a lot bigger than I thought. So I've got some, you know, with that dual positioning, I think he's going to carry a lot of value. Him, you and Aiken. And Matty Burden around that centre mark. You've got three quality guys, but I've got no problems and no problems backing this guy. But let's move on. Now, Corbs, you are going to fall in love with Zachy Lomax. Tell me why. Yeah, I don't mind Burndy as well. He's a good call with the jewel and all the other stuff that you guys said. Priced around that 39 uh, when he averaged the 42 last year. So, And I took out the injured game. So he's already a little bit undervalued on what was probably a down year compared to how he went um, the previous year um, where he had a 46 average. Mm. So if he can get back to that, which I think he can, like it was, he played at the start, came back uh, injured for the mid-season, then um, played the end. So it was very interrupted. So he, sh- he could make it around the 90K. Um, yeah, only played the 11 games, which probably stifled his form and progression a little bit because he was sort of almost touted to sort of give it a shake for the origin yep. um, at the centre position. So... I'm hoping he sort of has the fire in the belly to, to get back to the origin. But, I mean, he's got two pretty decent guys and a good New South Wales team to break into. If he doesn't get in, that's a win as well as an owner because then you've got a Lomax through the origin period as well. Uh, as much as I tried to sell the draggies, it could be a good thing too because um, if they don't make the finals, then uh, Lomax is going to play all those games at the end of the season as well when you <laughs> When you need him, yeah. uh, when a couple of the big guns get rested, so yeah, I think he's um, he's definitely undervalued, and he's, he's another. There's not too many. I know the two big ones are the yeah, Bird and Burton, but I think Lomax will. Um, what is it? The bounce back effect. The bounce back <laughs> factor, baby. But do you yeah. have what he's priced at? Sorry, is he like what four ninety or something like that? Uh, around five hundred, I think he is. But Corbs, he can he scored plenty of tries off the high ball. Are you liking the fact that one of Junior Ramone or Sully are going to be in the halves? Do you think you'll get a little bit of extra ball not playing outside of Corey Norman this year? Yeah, but Norman seemed to be a fairly big distributor towards the end of the season as well. Um, I, I just think he, yeah, he couldn't get any sort of progression with his footy. Like 
he had some pretty good scores before he, he fell off with his thumb injury. And that's another one too. I don't mind when it's an injury like that because he's still getting his um, his leg fitness and sort of getting around the park. It's literally just his thumb, but um, obviously it kept him out at quite a bit. You know what? Another thing, I was having a look at his you know his Instagram the other day because you find out a lot of information. <laughs> him and his, I'm pretty sure it's an ex missus now. They've deleted each other from all their photos from Facebook. <laughs> he's, he might be primed because he's single. Oh, so he's basically he's got all his testosterone levels back. Yeah, to he's back. He's hunting. He's on the hunt. Yeah. <laughs> Keep an eye on Zach Lomax. But, boys, let's move on. No, 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 no. Now, Andrew McCulloch, he's fallen into an absolute heap in that kind of last couple of months. Andy, what did you see from him? Oh, just a, a drop in form, you know, and also with Sullivan on the bench there coming in as hook as a reserve hooker. Even when he played 80, he wasn't scoring that well. So mm. I, I think it's it's also darted also trappy. Traps yeah. with McCulloch. Unfortunately, what what's he turn now? 32? Yeah, I think, 32. look, solid first name, one of the best first names going around town, but just I don't think that gets you, gets you much. You know, it gives you a couple of points here and there, but, yep. yeah, I, I think he's just passed it, especially when you've got Umbai and Sullivan. One of them is going to be the 14, and one of them is going to play at least minimum 10 minutes on the bench as hooker. Yeah. Like, I think he's he's a, he's a dud for me. Yeah, Corb's at a break-even of 55, and you think Harry Grant is only 20, 20K more expensive. Yeah, well, he's priced at 52, so he's under. And speaking of Andy, like, games under 70 minutes, he went 42 points, so you're going to lose 130K. And games under 60 minutes, where I actually see more there because mm. I think you're losing out if you don't play Sullivan more than 20 minutes or maybe M by push back to 10, but you lose 234K if that was 34 points at under 60 minutes. So, yeah, he's my dud as well. I just... Yeah, see him going down. Andy, what about him bringing his stats? <laughs> he told us exclusively before the podcast he that said he, he was firing. coming in firing. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I t- Look, there's a crunch the- of numbers. I was a bit, a bit dusty. Well, I was very dusty. I just woke up the other day. Look, if you got the first part, <laughs> I to bounce back. If the punters wanted to have a punt on him, like, like you said, he does have a very hard first eight rounds. So he will be a lot of defending. Maybe they keep him in there. He's had a fresh, good off-season, maybe. But, yeah, I don't know. I just don't. See myself picking him, especially when you've got other options there. Yeah, boys, I've gone Ben Hunt. He loses the jewel, which kind of just takes all his value out, right? Mm. Because next to Cleary, who's going to be most people's pick, having a 675K half with no versatility, you think how good he played in that Origin 3. So he's going to be right playing Origin as well. Mm. And I just see better value. He's going to lose a lot of, you know, 283 kick metres means he loses around five points. So he's probably going to settle around that 50 mark, which in... Something like draft mode is still good because you want, you, you want a 50-scoring player if you can pick one up. But when you have a look at Classic, I think he's just a little bit too overvalued and probably players within his own team and probably his half partner is just going to present a lot more value. Nah, spot on. All right, boys, let's move on. I love this time of year. Cashies. And Corbs, the, guy's not, the guy we're going to speak about tonight is not in the game yet, but... Everyone needs to get around this bloke. This is the clone of David Peachy, and we're talking about Tyrell Sloan. Take it away. Yeah, he's got the lanky, sloth-like um, build, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, of well, the, the talk is he's in the battle still for number one. Well, we've seen a uh, predicted team list today, and someone had him by <laughs> yeah, number I've one. Surely that. not. Old treadmill at number one. Keep him at fourteen, please. Uh, I think it'll go down to the better defender. I think I mentioned that the other day. 
And he seemed to grow in confidence. Um, and I said again, Hook does well with the young players. So I'm hoping that he sort of unlocks him a little bit. Finished with two good scores, but they were both against very weak opposition. Um, mm. But he just seems to be – he seemed to be a lot busier in those last two games around the ball and attack and a lot more confident in defence as opposed to the early game. So this makes me think he might have his nose in front. Um, I've already got him penciled into my team for classic. Priced around that 28-point average, oh, I can see him hitting maybe the 40 average at fullback. Um, so that'll get you about 156K because – more about making that money early mm. on, getting those undervalued ching, ching. players in the team. <laughs> Andy, I, I liken this guy to maybe the 2022 version of Dane Laurie. What do you think? I was just about to say, and you know what the funny part is? Like, imagine you're, you're Moses Mumbai, touted to be the fullback at Tigers. Some rookie comes <laughs> in, steals your spot, and he takes it because he outshines you. Okay, I'll go to Dragons to be fullback. Some rookie comes in and takes your, your spot again. Cl- cl- Sloan the, the clone. He can be the whisperer. <laughs> Well, he's, he's priced at 9K per fancy point compared to the, what was it, 13K per point? Per, for, uh, per point? Yeah, I've got it at about was that. The but, um, there was a, there's been a funny a few funny ones where, like even the one we just mentioned before, where um, their price, their break even, is above their average from last year, mm-hmm. which is a bit bizarre. Like some of them have really lost out, but... Um, then there's others that go the other way. So it's it's a bit different to last year. I'm not sure how they work the numbers, but about that 13K seems to be right. Uh, look, let's, I'll tell you what, the uh, um, trial games would be awesome to see the Dragon side because so many, so many possibilities of the actual team. So that'll be good. Good to yeah, see. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my guy was Junior Ramon. I mentioned him in the first episode. Last three games at 5'8", average 47. I like the fact that he chances his arm. 1.7 errors. And he's also got a couple of missed tackles in his game, but another off-season, he's put a few kegs on and going for that sixth spot with Sully, but he seems to be a coach's favourite with, with Hook. So I think he'll take it out at 350. We'll make some good cash from him as well. So look out for Junior Ramon. All right, boys, it's that time of the night. Trap, 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 now, Andy, we've given a pretty good spill on why Macca is our Trap City, right? Nothing more to add? Yeah, not really. Just the only thing to add is... I feel like when, um, this is actually the first time me and TK have been in the room together doing a pod for... Oh, jeez, I mean, eight months plus? Yeah, it's a I little I feel like while. when you turn the lights down, get some, like, the smoke happening when that song comes on. been a lot of isolation. Dirty... Dirty Sharks jersey in the background, they're framed. <laughs> you love it. Now, Corbs, you've got someone else, Trap City, and we both kind of saw a, a few little things, especially when he plays at prop, but talk to me about Jack DeBellin. Yeah, well, all the talk with Bird going to 13, and then it's sort of saying that DeBellin's going to go into prop. This one hurts as he, he's a gun, and I think he'll see some good footy from Jack this year, but I don't think... Um, that's going to translate into the fantasy scores. I think the drama's all behind him. Um, bit of footy last year in a preseason under his belt. Priced at about the 50. And when he played prop, he had a points per minute of 0.6 and 0.64 in his two games. So if I give him a 0.65 points per minute, he'd need 77 minutes to get his 50 points. Mm. So... Uh, there's a lot of mids fighting for minutes off the bench too, like and um, yep. I just 
I don't see him getting anywhere near that 77 minutes. 60, 65, maybe. But, you know, like that means he's still not hitting his 50 anyway. So I just don't think you go near DeBellin, even though he'll look jacked and uh, be training the house down. <laughs> uh, oh, he I'd, said the I'd magic say, words. Be careful. <laughs> you said them. I, oh, well, I, I thought, thought it would start it off there. It's going to be flying up out every um, team preview. All right, boys, last one, a bit of draft action. Now, Andy, you won our draft league, so I want to kick off with you being the champ. Hang on. What was that song? What? That's, <laughs> that's, that's from the NFL. Yeah, okay. NFL draft. <laughs> <laughs> Righto. <laughs> Sound like a ship to shore, the 90s sitcom stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, if you were you got a really high draft pick this year, but oh yeah, this this one's not not going number one, <laughs> definitely not. But if I can get my hands on uh, of Benny Hunt, geez, I am loving it because I'll tell you what, we we've all we all know he's got a young team there. He needs to step up, and he will. I don't look. I don't think we'll sort of quite get his price tag. He's definitely overpriced at six seventy five. But mate, he can score pretty some pretty high points. They had a fair few games back then, but he scored like up to eighties. Um, so if you're getting the 80 from your half, that's pretty good. And, and it's not just kick meters. Like Ben Hunt's a bit of a um, like an all-round sort of player. So yep. I think if you can pick him up and draft, um, don't know. I think he might go what? Where? <sighs> he might go what? Round round two or three. Yeah, maybe. I think a third. A I think a third half. round is a, yeah. a pretty decent pick for Benny Hunt. We're giving all our mates. Uh, <laughs> for those new to draft, there's no money involved. So the 675K... It's irrelevant. Yeah. It makes it's, him, just it's just that average that makes him valuable in that other side of the game. So, yeah. Uh, he's my sort of draft pick. If I'd love to have him. Yeah. Corbs, I'm all, all behind you or Zach Lomax, actually. I think there's just massive bounce back factor. <laughs> <laughs> Coming off the thing that, you know, he only, he only played 12 games last year. So he's got something to prove. Always love a goal kicker, especially in draft, picking up those extra few points. Like I said, he's broken up with his girlfriend. Either I've made that up or it's true and he's <laughs> fired up. But I can see a little bit of bounce. But he was the best fantasy centre in the comp less than 12 months ago. So, yeah, I can see plenty of upside. I would love to draft him. And I would like to draft him around that probably round five or six, I reckon, boys. You want to quali- have a quality centre by round five, I feel. So at least one. But, Corbs, you wrap us up. This is your team. You tell me you have gone with a – well, you put a million players Ch- here. Ch- <laughs> chucked a few of them in there. <laughs> Just the Dragons team. As, as no, Lomax and Bird, who we've spoke about as um, being the, the good ones there, and they're both – or Bird's dual, but both are going to outperform the other centre positions by a lot. Mm. Um, I don't think either of them, as much as Lomax might push for it, Unless there's an injury to Latrell or Turbo, I don't think he's going to get in Origin. So that's another win. Yeah. Um, and then the so yeah, I'd probably around Bird probably maybe ahead of Lomax with the duel, and then Amon and Sullivan. I think they could be um, a few cheeky rookie pickups late in the um, draft. Where would you take someone like uh, an Amon? Is it like a bench position to fill fill the rest of the squad up? Yeah, I'd get me 13 first. Unless there was all my players were done and there was only sort of those 40, 45 mids left and that I wasn't going to lose out too much, yeah. um, I'd go him maybe that 12th, 13th pick if I yeah wasn't going to um, – yeah. But uh, I'd need some pretty good intel to sort of choose them before the 13 
was picked. Yeah. But oh, another thing too, just with the draft, I know looking at the Dragons there, the start of the season is pretty tough. But in terms of draft, from round 20 on, which is sort of when you should be looking, they've got a pretty good little run. They've got one of the better runs. What, a run into the wooden spoon? <laughs> well, yeah, but you just play the sort of round you want for you've the got draft. To make, so. You've got to make the finals, though. Actually, that's not, that's not a bad thing. No, I'll, no, no. Round, mate, the finals for draft, you fool. Actually, I've, I've got something good for you, to 25. actually, Corbs. That's what I'm saying. You've got to make the finals in draft Corbs, Corbs, first anyway. Oh. Corbs actually secretly, like, Put something really good out there. Pick Dragons players because they're not going to be resting anyone in the last round. <laughs> Unintentional. <laughs> well, I did allude to that when I was sort of talking about Lomax as much as it might hurt. So that could be dead money, my uh, Draggies top eight. Do you think that in it, so there's obviously, if the listeners don't really play, the max, max amount of players you can play in a draft is 12. That's, is it max? Well, usually the standard is 12. If you're picking 10 men, if you're 10, 10 player draft, is a mine really an option? Like, unless he gets the start, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's what, unless you get good intel that he's locked in that six. I suppose it'd be a nice little gamble play for your 17th pick or 16th. Oh, he's definitely late. Yeah, I was saying more 12, 13. I thought you were going to go first off the rank. Just, just, (laughs) no, no, no. Balls deep. (laughs) (laughs) Just one thing to add for Jack Bird. He does have a highly concerning missed tackle rate of 4.5 when sitting on an edge. I just got too carried away with us falling in love with him at the bar. So, I think that's the only concern that I have for him. He was Mr. Efficient back in the day, but that's when he was playing lock, I guess. Yeah. And they're running straight at you. But I still think top pick, so you can't get any worse. All right, boys, that was the Dragons. Let me play the team song. Yes, sir!